everyone. Welcome to the Historical Paranormal Podcast. It's one of the few times I can get away to actually record, and I'm super excited about it. So, I wanted to not talk about everything going on. It's crazy. I will say that the ghost walk that we did last weekend was so much fun. Uh, A few of you joined us on the live portion of it, which I did not realize does not get put onto live video when you post the video on your feed. So if you think I'm just talking to like nothing ghosts, maybe, um, I'm not, there's people who are live commenting and I am trying to answer their, um, comments and questions (laughs) while I'm doing the thing. So, um, anyway, that was a surprise. So like I said, it's an interesting look. We ended up going all around the Alamo and going to the Manger Hotel, which was closed at the time due to COVID. So we had a lot of fun. And of course, we did the entire hotel from the first floor um, on up to the 14th floor. But we kind of went backwards. Well, in a weird way, we started at the first floor, went around to the Alamo, went around to the Manger and then up to the 14th floor which was exciting. I will say that it was really annoying. I love the Emily Morgan. I love staying there. It's a great hotel, but it was super annoying that only one elevator was working because even though I was staying there, I I wasn't afraid of, I wasn't not afraid of COVID. So I would have preferred that they had more than one elevator working because as you'll see in the video, I have to be stuck with people several times waiting for, um, the elevator to come, but also waiting for the elevator in general. So much so that I ended up taking the stairs, which, you know, probably a better idea just for the video portion of it or the ghost walk portion of it. It was exciting to do that because it was just creepy. It was really creepy. And at one point, I would believe it was on the eighth floor when I went out, it smelled like cigarettes on the stairwell and the stairwell is open through all 14 floors. So if someone spit on the 14th floor in the middle part of the stairwell where it drops down, it would definitely make it to the first floor. So to smell cigarettes when you're walking from, like I said, I think it's the eighth floor down to the seventh floor, which is supposedly the most haunted, one of the most haunted. So walking just that staircase from the eighth to the seventh floor, smelling cigarettes really strongly, and then going into the building coming back out from the seventh floor to the sixth floor and then not smelling those cigarettes. That was crazy. I mean, even if the smell had dissipated, even if we had waited like 10 minutes, if we spent 10 minutes on the floor, I mean, that wouldn't have just gone away. So that was weird. The 14th floor most definitely smelled like antiseptic and band-aids, more like band-aids than anything else. And like the cotton that they put under band-aids when you have like a injection or something. So there's definitely something interesting going on at that hotel, but I wouldn't necessarily um, say that it's that I had a scary experience there. It was interesting. No more than that. Oh, it is funny seeing people who are also touring the hotel because they'll go up to the receptionist and they'll say, hey, uh, we w- we're here to see the ghosts. And they're like, okay, well, 14th and 7th floors are the most haunted. And they're like, yeah, 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 that's cool. But, I mean, are the ghosts going to be there? And when I heard this, it was like 1130 in the morning. And I was like, you know, they're not just sitting there. 
just waiting for you to come by, like, I don't know, a panel at Comic-Con. They're there when they're there. <laughs> That's the best thing I can say. And I mean, even the reception was receptionist was kind of not sure what to say because, yeah, ghosts don't appear just because you want to see them. And they're like, oh, hey, if you'll just sit down for a second, I'll go ahead and talk about my experiences at the Emily Morgan or as I knew it, the medical arts building. You know, they're not going to do that. It'd be great if they did. It'd be kind of cool, actually. Anyway, but that was awesome. And hopefully we'll be able to do more live events like that in the future. Of course, right now it's very difficult, just like it was difficult to do it um, last weekend. So when we get a chance, we'll do it again. But this week, I still could not get the little Carpathians or that whole region out of my head. And I heard about this castle, which we'll discuss for today's episode, just on the off beat. My husband heard me talking about the Carpathian Mountains, and he was like, you know, there's this place called Hauska Castle that is built over the gateway to hell. And I was like, I'm interested. <laughs> Interest peaked right there. So, because apparently I like punishing myself, or at least failing publicly at pronouncing Czech, Hungarian, and Slovak names, I'm going to do another story about this area of the world. Hauska Castle, which I hope I'm saying correctly. Again, I may not be. It's entirely possible. But Hauska Castle is located about 29 miles or 42 kilometers north of Prague, which if you want to visit, it's not a great thing to use public transportation. It's just not going to be easy for you to get there. So I would consider renting a car. Anyway, just a side note. Like this show or this episode. It's just a side note. Anyway. Um, it's got a lot of folklore surrounding it, and if you believe the rumors, cars mysteriously stop working when they approach the castle, so maybe not take a car, I don't know. Um, humanoid creatures roam the countryside by night and slither back into the castle when the sun rises, which, to be honest, is scary enough without adding that when they've been sighted, Blood appears to be gushing out of their eyes and mouths and flowing freely down their throats. But Oh, and again, on the last part, um, the gateway to hell is housed beneath the chapel inside the castle. No big deal. Just a gateway to hell. We're keeping it super light and feathery today. Anyway, given what little is known about Hauska Castle, it could actually be the gateway to hell. Nobody knows. And in fact, even the building date is kind of obscure because it was built sometime between 1250 and 1300. And as there are no records of who ordered it or why, we can only guess this date seems about right. And according to local Czech legend, a hole existed that predated the building of Hauska, a hole that was so deep, no one could see where it ended. What the villagers living around Hauska did say was that there was something evil about that hole. There were stories of huge winged beasts similar to a dragon flying out of the hole at night and half human, half animals leaving the hole only to feast on the flesh of animals and humans alike. But what we know is that it's likely that King Ottokar II of Bohemia built it during his reign to keep the country's records. Well, that's the nice, non-paranormal answer. 
While it's true that King Ottokar II was known for recognizing new Bohemian settlements and building castles like Hradbestes, which is a gorgeous castle that still stands today, and Hrad apparently means castle. Again, totally could be wrong, but since most of the castles have that word in front of it, it's possible. I'm guessing that it is. I could also look that up, but you know, um, we're here. So the reasoning for Hauska's being built at that location by itself is odd. I mean, the construction of it is definitely questionable. And I'll say, I'll tell you why. There's several fake windows where there's a pane of glass, but behind that is a really sturdy wall and nothing else. And at first I thought this could have been a tactical decision. Maybe it was good to have fake windows to distract people from like shooting arrows or pelting stones. Uh, during a siege, if they focus on the fake ones, they won't see you aiming your bow and arrow at them. But the castle also does not have any defenses for a siege of that type, or any siege really. And then that brings me to my next oddity about it. Hauska isn't near any trade routes that would have been important in the 13th century. And it's not like it's a strategic hold either. And, and this is probably the one that really struck me, there's no water source for Hauska. Now there's not even a kitchen. So who stayed here? Who lived here? Why was this castle built? Well, Czech folklore has a theory. Hrad Hauska was built to seal the gateway to hell. Legend has it that before Hauska was ever built, there was a hole so deep that no one could see the bottom. Prisoners of Bohemia, sentenced to death, had the option of being lowered into the hole to see what was down there, though few of them ever did that. One of the prisoners, this is probably why nobody else did it, or very few people did it after this, one of the prisoners that was lowered in was perfectly fine for a few meters, then out of the blue started screaming hysterically. And when he was quickly brought back up, shaking in fear, he said that there were deformed, crazed looking people down there who seemed hungry enough to eat him. From that day forward, his hair began to grow in totally white. And it's said that he died from shock a few weeks later. While it's not listed anywhere how the castle came into being, I can imagine that experiences like these led to its construction, especially since the castle's chapel is supposedly built directly over the hole to seal in whatever was lurking below. According to villagers nearby, they seem to find another way out. And if you, like me, were thinking, um, they sealed it with a church, if we're going to follow that storyline, wouldn't that be it? Wouldn't that not allow them to even find another way out? Which brings me to the chapel. Looking at it, it seems like the perfect example of a small castle chapel built in the latter part of the 13th century. It's on brand, if you will. Except for one thing, there's no cross. There's nothing in this church or chapel that would denote it's being a chapel, except there are some saints including what appears to be St. Michael the Archangel, and a few other saints that weren't immediately recognizable to me. Now, if that is indeed St. Michael, that might be more telling than anything else uh, as to what the chapel was built for. 
since he was the leader of God's armies. And according to uh, Revelation, he was the leader of God's armies against Satan. So it's possible that it was meant to be a church. I mean, it's called a chapel, but outside of that, there's really nothing else. I mean, there is a an altar there. Um, but other than that, it just does not look like a church. And even the frescoes of the saints look like they were faded, like somebody had tried to wash them off the wall. Or even, I mean, if we don't go that route, it could be that they were not finished and something happened. I mean, wars were rampant over there. Uh, something happened to where they couldn't seal the paint or something happened in that direction where it just faded over time. But it, they definitely look like they were scrubbed. The chapel also sits on like a brick pedestal almost, although it's not really lifted. It's more just a brick area. And it's separated from the walls of the chapel uh, by these kind of like a moat of pebbles. So it separates the brick floor of it uh, and the actual walls. It's very hard to explain, but I'll put up a photo online or on Instagram to where you can see it. It's just, it's odd. I mean, maybe it was a design choice. Um, the windows have, the, the metal in the windows is a hexagonal shape. So perhaps they were trying to put in some design elements to it. I don't know. But I mean, it's entirely possible. It's just odd. That's all. Like if something were to catch fire, you know, it wouldn't reach the walls. But then the walls were made of stone. I mean, would they really burn out? I don't know. I don't know fires. But the other odd thing about this chapel, and it's the last thing about it, no church, Roman Catholic or Russian Orthodox or any other, has ever claimed that this chapel was part of their faith or part of their um, organization, which makes it all the more odd. I mean, why wouldn't they just say, yes, this was a chapel, it was consecrated, especially in, I believe, the, definitely the Roman Catholic Church, but also Russian Orthodox Church. I believe they have to be consecrated and there would be a record of that. So it's definitely a questionable thing. In the 1930s, Hauska's dark sort of notoriety had reached the ears of the German National Socialist Party, who at the upper levels were very interested in the occult. Popular theory has it that they decided to set up camp there for experimentation and research. And while it's well known that the German government during this time kept meticulous records, if they did do any experiments of the paranormal kind, they didn't keep any records of that part, which probably means that they didn't do any sort of experimentation there. Although it's also known that the SS, when they were retreating uh, from Czechoslovakia, that they had burned a lot of the records. And I don't know, maybe they were selective and they left the ones about Hauska being a library for occultist books to be found and stored by posterity, who knows. There's even a government official, a report of a government official visiting the site three times during the occupation of Czechoslovakia from 1939 to 1945 um, to make sure that the books were stored at the gateway to hell um, in a, a good way or whatever, as long as they were okay. I think that he was just doing a, a wellness check, <laughs> as it was described. Um, but nevertheless... It was mostly used as a library. Uh, as far as the checking, that makes sense. I mean, if you believe the stories, why wouldn't something have happened to occultist books stored at the gateway to hell? I mean, 
I don't know. So I think it's very unlikely that anything super creepy happened with the Nazis at Radhovska. And as we don't know exactly what else was stored there during the occupation, besides books, the new owners, and by new, I mean since 1999, which is new to me, (laughs) the new owners have refused to explore sealed off areas like the basement for fear of setting off undiscovered German munitions. However, before 1999, there were excavations done and no German munitions were found at all. That being said, I could not find record of what was found. And as far as I can tell, there have not been too many efforts to actually dig and find out what is beneath the chapel. I I literally cannot find anything about that. I can find a lot of people who've said, why haven't we done this? And I'm going to add my voice to that. Um, Even with, I think it's sonar technology. There's some sort of technology that they can see, at least if there even is a hole under the castle. So I would be interested to know the answer to that. But it's likely that the current owners of the castle make a pretty good living off of the haunted tours and the overnight stays and doing further exploration into this, especially of a supposed hellhole that might prove the hole to be less than true. Um, that might hurt that income. So I get it. Um, there were, however, some legitimate historic resources dating back to the year 805, describing a hole filled with ghosts and other creatures that gave the people around it so much trouble and terror that they refused to go into the area or the land that Hauska Castle now sits on. There are actually two separate accounts around 200 years apart that detail this hole, or as one account described it, a crack in the ground. Um, Both of the accounts, by the way, were found by a Reddit user posting um, on at the Ask History Board named Laertes78. So thank you, Laertes78. The entire post was very interesting to read. But to me, this just sounds like a sinkhole. And for centuries, people have been really weirded out and scared of sinkholes. There are plenty of stories in many countries detailing the fear of what's actually in sinkholes and, surprise to no one, Um, humanoid creatures are part of that. So it makes a whole lot of sense, in my opinion, to be scared of it because, I mean, you can't see the bottom. They come out of nowhere and whole houses could disappear into them. They even occur in the ocean. And I get it. I get why that could scare people and why stories might be made up to explain it. But I mean, they're sinkholes. It's just what they are. (laughs) Uh, On top of these stories, there are many others describing constant dead birds in the courtyard, horrifying dreams dating back to the 19th century when people would record them, and last but not least, and my favorite, a dark figure of a man totally void in color, walking the grounds and stalking visitors to the castle. He's been the most spoken of when people talk about ghost sightings, and he's also thought to be responsible for the immediate nausea, unease, and feeling of being watched when one enters the courtyard. Should you be feeling extra adventurous and find yourself in Prague, you should definitely visit Hauska. There are just too many unknowns for me to call BS on this on these stories, and it's definitely worth a tour, if not an overnight stay, if you're... Again, feeling adventurous or fearless of humanoid creatures that might come up out of somewhere. Maybe not the chapel, because that's been sealed, but somewhere on the grounds. So if you see something gushing blood out of its nose and eyes and mouth and orifices, I suppose, 
um, maybe you should go inside. <laughs> um, it's, it's definitely a thinker. I'm not entirely sure what it is. My theory is that it was built maybe before there was documentation that was kept religiously. And I mean that both by the church and by the government at the time, Bohemia. Uh, it's very possible. If y'all have been or if you know any more information on Hradhauska or Hauska Castle, please let me know. The amount of information is not as prevalent as I would like it to be. So if you know anything, speak up, post on my Instagram post or uh, DM me and let me know because I mean, this is a fascinating story. So I welcome the information. Outside of that, you guys have a wonderful week. I'm going to try and be back next week. Oh, I won't be back next week with a post because I will be on vacation, which I'm very excited about. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to be hosting another walk, like a live walk through a certain scary hotel that when I mention it, everybody will know it and I'm going to keep it a secret and sit on it until next week when I could talk about it. So I will definitely be back next week in some way, shape and form. I'm excited to show it. I really, I want to tell you now, but I can't. Anyway, <laughs> I can, but I won't. Um, nevertheless, I will post from the hotel. I am unbelievably just thrilled to be able to do it. So check the Instagram. Let me know if y'all want me to go live with it, with like another ghost walk, probably a more strategic and um, targeted ghost walk <laughs> instead of just randomly going around the area. Um, just, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, <laughs> we'll be more targeted on where we go. Um, but let me know if you want me to do that live or if you'd like me just to video it. I almost said videotape and aged myself, whatever, I'm 35. Um, let me know if you'd like it to be live or pre-recorded and just released later in a somewhat edited version. I do not know a lot about video editing, but I will learn for you. So let me know. Other than that, you guys have a great week. It is always fun to post these episodes for you. Bye.